if it's Monday, it is Maester Class. That's right, we're back, folks. In the upcoming Arya chapter, we continue the Harrenhal plot, wherein Arya observes several Northmen being captured. Anticipating that chapter on Thursday, I got to ask a specialist on medieval warfare a listener question, so thank you, Alex. This fits nicely with the upcoming chapter. My guest is Kelly DeVries. Professor DeVries has been on several television shows, but I found him because I was given his book, Medieval Military Technology, as a Christmas gift. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Recommend the second edition. In this conversation, he explains the relationship between knights and wealth. And I learned something in this conversation that I did not know before. That a knight's armor didn't just make him hard to kill, it made him such a valuable hostage that it would be very rare to kill that person. If you have a question for an expert on medieval life or literature, you can send those to book at baldmove.com. Here is an excerpt of my conversation with Dr. Kelly DeVries. This is irregular. Uh, yes, well, I suppose that life is irregular. Uh, Alex asked this question. Was the true advantage of a knight simply money? Money for horses, leisure time to train on said horses, means to purchase the wares of blacksmiths, etc. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the uh, they go hand in hand. I don't know that that's the purpose. Uh, I think intimidation does help some. So if you're a, a town militia member or let's say you're a... Um, uh, an infantry man in the retinue and you see this guy charging down on you owning a horse that is worth more than you'll ever see in your entire life it has to have gone through the mind of a lot of these infantry troops so why are we out here i mean is it really important enough that our uh, uh landowner um you know solve the uh, his his uh problems with neighbors or solve his problems with with uh, or keeps with the obligation of the king uh that we will get ridden over by a guy yeah who, the horse is worth more than we are total <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure uh if we fast forward to like you know 1400s and so we're like full plate armor you know full-blown knighthood that has to change the way that you think about trying to take that guy down um, oh yes so yeah. it, it seems like the method what would be the best method for striking a fatal blow on someone in full armor well remember you don't you, nobody ever strikes the blow the fatal blow in a combat scenario um necessarily i mean you can find a creek you can't find an edge of the armor the, the, your best hope is like to it. get in get in an armpit and bleed the guy to death or something yeah and uh, well, this is yes. I, I was asked this by you. Remember the old uh, Spike TV show um, on where they put two warriors in different periods, and uh, they always said, "Oh, they were going with this. So oh, the rings on a male would burst open." I said, "No, they didn't." I said, "Of course they didn't." I mean, these are this. Why would people be using it if it was failed against you know against a sword or failed against and. Uh, the interesting thing is I'd seen experiments done in the Royal Armouries where they just whacked at things. As long as you've got the male moving as it would on a body, mm -hmm. you can't you can't penetrate it with anything. And Spike proved that. They even had the 
big huge MMA guy go at uh, with a sword and it didn't break a, bring, break a link. Okay. What you needed to do was disable that guy, knock him down on his horse, get him on the ground. The We actually know the wounds that killed the blind prince of Bohemia at the Battle of Crazy because forensic archaeologists went to the bones and saw what had happened. Uh, his uh, He has one little wound on his heel. It was probably superficial. And he has three cuts across the wrist and he's holding his sword. That would have been done post-mortem, trying to get his, his sword out of mm. his hands. Mm. But the two that killed him, one or two that killed him, is that he was on his back, on the ground, and somebody penetrates him right through his chest, probably into the heart. Um, with a sword or a, a staff weapon or something it goes right through. You're using but the, the coup de gras. So let me just tell you the coup de gras because yeah. it's kind of ironic. It was a, a dagger in the eye. <laughs> okay. Now, the blind prince probably was the only person who could see a dagger in the eye. But if you've got a guy on the ground, your ability to kill him is very, very uh, improved. I was just thinking that that if the guy's on the ground and so that there's uh, resistance to the back of the guy, you're going to have a better chance of piercing the chest armor. Yes, absolutely. Especially if they're wearing male as the blind prince would, Um, because you're just simply driving your sword or driving something with the full force of, of the arms into a defenseless man who now can't absorb the, the blow. Because he's up, I mean, his armor can only do so much, but right. because he's on the ground, he can't. But the other thing is, is you you don't have to go that way. You could lift up the uh, the armor on the neck and take a dagger. Everybody's got a dagger. Take a dagger and into the um, into the artery. You mm. can go underneath the the, uh, the um, armpit, as you mentioned, into the heart, and you can go into the crotch and cut the femoral artery, and that'll kill him. The point was. If they're wearing armor that good, you don't want to kill them. They're worth much more alive. Ah, you can use them as hostages. As ransom. Yes. You know, know, there was always ransom given back and forth, huge amounts of ransom. And we get letters, you know, can I sell my forest to get my dad out of of English control? Um, You know, a letter to to, to King John, uh, John II of France saying, you know, can I sell my forest because I need to get money together to get my dad out of England. Um, he's been captured and crazy, which very few people were, but he was. So, so if, um, you, if you're on the, the battlefield and you got armor, full armor, head to toe, polished to a high sheen, you got to think your chances of surviving that battle are pretty good. You've just advertised that you got money. Yes, so they want to cat. You could probably spend some time in a cell if you get captured, right? Oh, you might, but I mean, you know, uh, Charles of Orleans after the Battle of 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 Agincourt, where he's captured, he was in England for like thirty three years. Um, first of all, they didn't really care to get him out because his bastard brother was um, so much more effective on the battlefield. Uh, um, he fights with Joan of Arc, fights all the way through, and defeats the English. At, at the Battle of Formigny in 1450. Uh-huh. So 
Uh, who cares about Charles? He can make poetry over in England, let him go around. And he's never going to be treated badly because of his, okay. you know, he's a member of the royal family and uh-huh. everything. Uh, I think when John is captured, they the English try to send him back because it costs them more than they're going to get for ransom, keeping him in mm-hmm. the splendor a king should be kept in. Uh, you know, they don't toss him in a, a, a hole and, and then say, oh, well, we'll lay you out when the ransom comes because that that point nobody's going to take pay for a guy who's emaciated and, and mistreated uh but ransom does work when it it happens at crazy for example the english are really concerned they don't have enough troops they don't have as many troops as the french so in fact edward does something that very few western commanders will do and he says no quarter and so that's one of the reasons why the blind prince of bohemia blind king of bohemia is killed um and they're doing it you know once he's disabled when he could have been taken off that probably brought a lot of ransom but the king has said no quarter he doesn't want prisoners and at Agincourt, we get the english have captured so many french that their line is now dissolving and the ransom's no good if you capture somebody and he's on his honor and you're standing over next to him holding on to him because you're going to claim that ransom it does no good if you lose. Hmm. You're not going to get ransomed for that. Hmm. So um, Henry had to have the uh, prisoners killed. And so his line could be restored and he wins the battle. Uh, and that was commented on by everybody. Uh, after Nicopolis, when the Ottomans, just because they don't, they don't have the same idea of ransom, uh, start killing all the prisoners they've taken in Nicopolis, with a lot of French and Burgundian knights having surrendered thinking they could get away easily um and they just start killing people off and it's mentioned by everybody you know how could Hmm. they do this Hmm. so there's uh you know basically if you were wealthy enough then you did not die um on the battlefield unless Uh, you're near a river (laughs) unless you're near a river and that happens frequently yeah. But, you know, Agincourt, there's only two nobles that are killed. One of them is the brother of Henry V. On the English side, there's only two nobles killed. Now, there's many on the other side, but that's because they killed the prisoners. Huh. Uh, the Battle of Bouvines, it says that the French, who win the battle, and are fighting against the Flemings and the Germans and, and rebel French lords all over. And the French win, and they lose less than 100. Oh. And yet, we've had forces on the battlefield, 15,000 plus on each side hmm. how could they only lose 100 now the other side is lost you know their casualty rates will be higher because um they have lost and and so they may have been killed in the melee may have been put to death who knows but they may also count anybody who's going for ransom as a casualty so you know but 100 uh-huh. is all the french lose um so you know it, it it's not necessarily it's the, the rules of war in the Middle Ages are very different because the way that the, the armies are set up, the way that the the feudal system, the nobility, the obligatory system um, puts very, very wealthy men at the top. And you can see them by their distinctive armor and their quality of horses and so forth. Um, that's very different than Romans fighting against Gauls.